That so, was my old boss's favorite movie. <coughs> That's how I found out and watched it. I think you used to work for my mom. Podcast. My name is Darian. I am sick as a fucking dog. I probably sound more like a dirty cop right now than anything else. Or really, any villain from a Quentin Tarantino movie, now that I think about it. Uh, this is uh, now me. This is now what I sound like. And uh, it's terrible. <laughs> Miss Monica is here. How are you, my dear? I am here. You sound amazing. I'm amazing. The beautiful tenor voice I... of Miss Monica. Coming in, hopefully, in Dolby surround sound to your car speakers. I know. You should hear when I talk to angry patients. Yeah? After five minutes, they're all like, oh, thank you so much. Dude, put like, them on the phone with me. You. I'll be like, I will sh- I will cut your fucking ear off and light you on fire. Yeah, see, my mom says, you sound so nice on the phone, but little do they know you're a bitch. Yeah. And I'm wow. like, I Yeah, know. we know the real Monica here in the padded room. We know what's really going on. She's quietly taking down all of your personal information so that she can uh, identity theft you and run up your credit cards, you fucking assholes. Buddy is also in the house. What's yeah. up, buddy? Oh, uh, not much. Uh, got a new pair of kicks ready for a run-in. Oh, very cool. Yeah. What kind of shoes you get? Uh, Sacconis. Did you go to uh, Run Lab or are you just... Uh... Uh, no, actually, I just got the same ones that I had before online. Okay. Yeah, it was like a big discount. So I was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I'll get them there because it's cheaper than going to uh, like Arena Running Company and you know, picking them up there. Everything's cheaper than Arena Running Company. <laughs> right. Unless you do the 50 runs and you get a free pair of shoes. Oh, right, yeah. But you got to be diligent with that. That works. And that is that. part of the reason why I sound the way I do right now. Because your favorite fucking horror host decided to run a half marathon in the freezing rain across Washoe Valley this weekend. Yeah. Sick as a dog. Now, that's me. My wife did the same thing. 100% fine. Yeah, she looked great. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> she was out there with rosy cheeks. Hi, how is everybody? Me, I'm like, ah! <laughs> well, she's a woman. Her immune system she's is much tougher. probably She younger. is much tougher than I am. Yeah, I don't suck it that. up, Buttercup. I <laughs> fucking, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just want to stop. Oh, God damn it. All right, inmates. So, obviously, I'm not at 100%. Um, we're going to make this a short show this week. We're just going to do the, uh, the uh, horror news, the listener mail. We'll get into the feature. 
After that, we're going to do immersion therapy and we're going to cut everything else because I think you'll agree that as the show goes on, my voice is going to get worse and worse and worse. Probably by the time we we get to the end of the feature, you're not even going to be able to hear me. Yeah, it'll be whispering. Yeah, Buddy and Monica are going to have to interpret for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll get like a dry erase board and just draw stick figures with chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like yeah. arrows. No, he's chasing this guy and then through the tunnel and then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Pictionary. Yeah, kind of, yeah. more or less, yeah. yeah. Uh, nobody's going to know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> right? So I apologize in advance, inmates. This is going to be a short show. Um, no, what are you looking at? No educating Miss Monica. Um, we will do immersion therapy. No, no pterodome. No pterodome this week. And that's my fault. Again, So I'm deteriorating. I'm already starting to deteriorate. I can tell by the sound of my voice. So everybody's so, got an extra week to vote. Absolutely. Uh, Kaiko mm-hmm. versus the Mummy and... Uh, Witches uh, versus... Mutant Cannibals. Mutant Cannibals, yeah. So let us know what you think of that. We'll uh, we'll do the rest of the shit next week. It's my fault. I'm a fucking idiot. Well, uh, you didn't know it was going to happen. No, I did. I did. No, I woke up. It was Sunday morning. It was the half marathon. Uh-huh. I woke up. It was 28 degrees. Well, yeah, we knew that. I did a quick scan of the email. There was no cancellation notice, so I said, "I'm a fuck. I'm I'm a barbarian. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run 13 miles on this horse shit." And my wife is like, "You're crazy, but I'll go with you." And now, now this is what I sound like. And what's worse is while I'm out there, uh, we're at we're at the starting line, and people are like all bundled up, and they're getting back in their cars and driving away, and I'm flipping them double birds. As they're going, you fucking pussies! You what? You don't want to run? It's too cold. Brr! And now listen to me. Yeah, karma. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. I am an yeah. idiot. <laughs> I am a fucking idiot. All right, whatever, whatever, man. You want to make fun of me? Go ahead. I don't care. I I kind of think I sound sexier this way. What do you think? I like it because yeah. I like the raspy like, voice. Well, you like scumbags. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. It's you've got a long and storied tradition of uh, falling in love with homeless dudes, oh unemployed God. fuckers, and scumbags. <laughs> so that makes sense, actually. Right now is the time to try to put out a rock album. I know, yes! totally, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ace of Spades. Ace of Spades. Yeah, there you go. There it yeah. is, dude. Oh, jeez. Let's get into the goddamn show, shall we? Before I get any worse. I used to do a show like that. Ace of Spades! Ace of Spades! Mother of <laughs> Oh, no. All right, we got listener mail. We got horror news, you motherfuckers. Uh, let's start it off with a little bit of the old horror news. Oh, yeah. horror news monica what do you got uh okay so earlier we were discussing now if you want to survive a night with jason you really can oh sweet did you hear about this buddy no okay so on pins and needles is uh hosting this game that you can play all night with eight people all or by yourself and they're 25 increments or if you keep surviving you get an extra 10 minutes okay and you actually get weapons to really fight jason off you can't fight jason with weapons 
People have tried. It never works. Well, we don't know. We haven't done this game yet. Here's how Nobody's you, tried marbles. Here's how you here's how you beat Jason. <laughs> how? You need either telekinesis or you can also if you can lure you need a big rock and a chain. That's really it. That's the only way. Drown them. Mm. Yeah, you gotta put the chain and then throw the rock overboard mm-hmm. and then into the drink he goes. Or if you're telekinetic, you can uh conjure up a uh what do you call a maelstrom. Oh, a uh, whirlpool yeah. thing, and then somehow that <laughs> does the trick also. Part, okay. That was part seven, by the way. Six uh, and seven. I don't even do remember well, that. That didn't work. Yeah. Well, of course not. He went to fucking space. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the energy to yell at you people tonight, okay? I'm at your mercy. Fuck. Well, if you are interested, it's $25 a person, which is pretty inexpensive. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally cheap. And they're hosting it in Arizona. However, the cool thing is, is every month they bounce to a different state to do this game. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Dude, Lake Tahoe would be perfect. Right? Yeah. Yeah, With all the trees? Yeah. So if you are interested, just look up on Pins and Needles. Very cool. Right on. And then my other news is, is my favorite part Hungarian man, Eli Roth, is making a new movie. Yes. Producing 1031. Mm -hmm. Did you see it? I saw that. Yeah. Have you heard it? I have not. Oh, so basically it's going to be, what did I write here? So mom takes her, no, woman takes niece and nephew trick-or-treating. And in the candy wrapper, there's a note that there's a killer on her block. Ooh. So who's going to be the killer? That sounds like a party game. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like this is that one movie, uh, you know, where the guy is the killer and he's feeding the candy with all the the razor blades and shit to the kids. Night of the Demons? No, it's one of the trick-or-treat movies we watched, Anthology. Oh, uh, probably uh, Tales of Halloween. That's what I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. No, it's like a witch. <coughs> what, is that the one with the witch scene I at the I think so. Okay. Uh, and Pollyanna McIntosh is the witch, and she's like a real bitch to her boyfriend. No, 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 no. This is the one where the dad ends up... Uh, I believe the dad even takes out his own son. Oh. Where they're sitting on the steps. Oh, trick or treat. Yeah. Because they were going to carve. The pumpkin. It wasn't his son. It was the fat kid from school. Oh, okay. And then the son was the one who looks. Because he was a teacher, right? He's like the principal. Okay, yes. Yeah. That's the one. And then his son, who looks suspiciously like my son, (laughs) is like, I'm going to carve his face into dad. And he's trying to bury the bodies in the back. (gasps) Uh Remember that? Yeah. 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 But anyway, it's Eli Roth, so it should be good. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And uh, with that film, they're on board with Orion, too. Mm, Orion? Yes. Orion. O-R-I-O-N. The company. Orion. Orion. So, so yeah. Very cool. That'd be pretty awesome. Right on. Yeah, that means money for special effects. I agree. Mm -hmm. Money for a lot of things. Yeah. For me, too. So that's all I got. (laughs) All right. Buddy, what do you got? Well, first off, happy uh, 45th birthday, Leatherface. Of course. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't even realize Big that. Twenty-five yeah. years. Yeah. Hmm. Nineteen seventy-nine. Yeah. Right. No. no. Eight. No. no. Forty-five eight. would make 45. it seventy-three. Four. Four. Seventy-four. Seventy-four. Do I need to do the math? On my <laughs> <laughs> I'm in no condition to do any kind of calculation. 
RLJE Films has a massive 30 day, 31 Days of Horror giveaway contest. Ready for this? I'm ready. It's October, and RLJE Films is celebrating with 31 Days of Horror, a month-long promotion in which one lucky, bloody, disgusting reader will win. 31 horror movies, from Hellraiser to Gwen, Satanic Panic, and even Mandy. Your home video collection is about to get exponentially more terrifying this is the easiest contest you'll enter all year all you have to do is fill out the form and we'll pick one lucky winner at random on november 1st unfortunately this promotion is only open to u.s residents and no p.o boxes will be accepted here's the bounty of treats the winners will receive all hollow's eve all hollow's eve too Another Wolf Cop, Bone Tomahawk, mm. Children of the Corn, Cleaning Lady, Crystal Lake Memories, Dead End Drive-In, Dead West, Dead Sight, Elvira, Gwen, Hellraiser, Double Feature, House One, House Two, Houses, October Built, Double Feature, Housewife, Mandy, Mayhem, Monster Party, Never Sleep Again, Puppet Master, The Littlest Reich, Return of the Killer Tomatoes, Return to Horror High, Ruin Me, Satanic Panic, Slugs, The Initiation, The Stuff, Transylvania 65000, and Trench 11. Okay. Wow. You yeah, got, and really, when you go to a bloody disgusting sites, all you have to do is enter your email address, full name, mailing address, um, and then just click either if you want to join the bloody disgusting mail list or not, and uh, submit. I mean, that's how simple it is. Okay, Ooh, I'm you got enter that. You got some decent shows in mm-hmm. there, but you lost me at ruin me. Remember that piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm already out. Or if I do win it, that's, that's a giveaway that we do. That's a pri- <laughs> that's going right in the old prize pack, buddy. That's Fuck right. that movie, ruin me, Monica. You remember that one? I know we watched it. We Which did. one was yeah. that one? Um, <laughs> it's supposed to be like a uh, like you said, like a horror camp thing. Uh huh. Where they you know tap into your deepest fears and all that. But at the end, yeah. Oh, okay. I remember now. At the end, yeah. you find out she was on drugs the yes, whole time. Yes, she oh. was a junkie. Go fucking okay. fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. That was shit. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Oh, let's take a look. At He's got hepatitis. Got. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And now, since we're in an enclosed space, you've got hepatitis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like to share. I like to. I like to give. Sharing I'm a, is caring. I'm a giver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, how about this business? Tony Todd has been confirmed as the Candyman in the Jordan Peele produced sequel. I upcoming. saw that. I don't know about this. I'm, I like Tony Todd. I do too. And I like him as a Candyman. But... I don't know that I. I mean, let... Okay. Are they going to dye his hair? They got to do something, man, because he does not. I mean, it's been like 25 years since the last Candyman hey, sequel. He's got to go on a diet. He has put on a pound or two. Yeah. Well, that's, I that's can... like Arnold Schwarzenegger being the Terminator again. Well, they just said he's not the Terminator. <laughs> well, he's, you know, I, he's like the scientist or whatever that <laughs> yeah. built the. Fucking... I can see if he loses a few pounds and they dye his hair black. They they can de-age. They can digitally de-age him. They did oh, it, that's right. They did it in uh, it chapter two, and yeah. some other movie we watched as well. Yeah, they do it. They do it all the time. It could work. It might work. I don't know. I'll check it out either way. Yeah. Uh, what Nef- was that one Hellraiser? Uh, one Hellraiser. Was it the last one? Oh, God. Judgment? 
I can't remember. Which no, one. the one no, before no. that with the yeah. fat guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Revelation. The yes. overweight. Like, that was pumpkin, yeah. That was not pumpkin head. Not. Pumpkin head. Pinhead. Pinhead. Different head. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I know. Okay, you got a. I got Lance <laughs> Hendrickson on the brain. You got a pumpkin head. You got a pyramid head. <laughs> And a pinhead. Yeah, see? And I think somewhere out there's, P, a, P, P. there's a penis head also. <laughs> it's right around is. here. D- different site. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else? <coughs> oh, fucking time. Uh, Netflix has renewed Stranger Things for a fourth season. Of course. I of course that. they did. They're not. That's their cash cow. They're oh, not going to let that go. Most certainly is. I still haven't seen the third season. Oh. I'll do it. I'll get on it eventually. Right now I'm on a slasher fucking thing where mm-hmm. i'm doing the slash anyway uh samara weaving will not be returning for the babysitter part two. Oh. uh pretty much the rest of the cast will be though the kid uh the neighbor girl her dad chris wilde who i want to punch in the fucking face oh she was the babysitter samara weaving was yes oh okay she i just watched her in ready or not yeah she's mm-hmm. good she's good i like her she's hot uh what else we got here Apple TV is rebooting the 90s kids horror series Ghost Rider. I feel like there's like a wave of... uh, People that don't know what that is. Well, that too. uh, (laughs) But shitty 90s TV series getting rebooted. I don't remember that. Ghost Rider, you probably... I think it went like a season and a half. Wow. It's in the vein of like a Monsters. Remember the Monsters show that Cake Wolf did? Mm-hmm. It's 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 like that. It's not very good. It was oh. never very good. <laughs> and if you were a horror fan as a kid, and you sit down to watch this, it's borderline insulting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be like watching Scooby Doo. There's a ghost. <laughs> there's a ghost. Oh, but at the end, you find out she's a friendly ghost, <clears throat> and she's there to help you adjust to your new neighborhood. Boo. Go fuck yourself. We don't want friendly anything. No, yeah, no possess no. somebody for Christ's sakes. <laughs> I want to see some blood, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, don't want to watch a horror show with like positive. Music no, yeah. get the fuck out of here hey, with this that. This is why you brush your teeth. Hey, <laughs> I'm the friendly toothbrush demon. Oh. <laughs> I brush my fangs. Get the fuck out of here. Piece of shit. <clears throat> Uh, last, oh, fucking fuck. Lastly, the Criterion Collection will release a 15-film Godzilla box set from the Showa era. You guys, that's like the early Japanese oh, okay. guy, guy in a suit jumping up and down on a train track huh. era. So if there's any Godzilla purists out there. Hmm. Well, would... I like Godzilla, but not that much. <sighs> I don't. I don't have time for 15 Godzilla uh, movies. A lot of, I, fucking Godzilla fought just about everybody at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Mecha Godzilla, Megalon, Jet Jaguar, uh, that crazy spider looking thing. Did they ever do a Godzilla with the, uh, the Gargantula brothers? Gar- I don't know. Oh, those guys were stupid. I love that movie. I know. Those guys were stupid. They were like giant cavemen. Yeah, right? one oh, brown God. and one green. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, God. That's one of my childhood movies. Oh, no. They were like the size of Godzilla. I know, but they were dumb. <laughs> they were oh, dumb. goodness gracious. It's funny because after Godzilla came out, there was like a slew of American movies trying to cash in on the kaiju craze, mm-hmm. and they were all terrible. And we had the uh, Gargantuan Brothers. I think the closest we came was King Kong. King Kong was probably uh, What else? Uh, not Megalon. What was uh, 
uh, King Ghidorah. Um, fucking. Uh, Wasn't there one also from the fifties, the big giant lobster? Yeah, it oh, was. Yeah, uh, yeah. What the fuck was his name? Um, goat, goat, Godan or something like that. So, uh, that sounds yeah, familiar. Some, something similar to that. It was stupid, but uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, but okay, here's the thing, inmates, and bear this in mind if you're thinking about investing in this fifteen film box set. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with early Godzilla, you're only familiar with present Godzilla, mm-hmm. you're going to be wildly disappointed yeah. going back. Oh, yeah. Watch watch the Brian Cranston Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Stay away from that Matthew Broderick crap. Oh, God. Uh, watch watch uh, King of the Monsters. Watch Skull Island. Really, that's about as far back as you want to go. If you go back, because I feel, in my opinion, Godzilla has been ruined for me because now I see Godzilla and all I can see is a small Asian man jumping up and down in a stupid suit on uh, some kid's uh, model train track and kicking his uh, G.I. Joes over, you know? And I'm sorry. That's just how it went down, man. That's how those movies were made. It's not my fault. I'm just telling you what. All right, whatever. Whatever the fuck. Let's do some listener mail then, you fucking assholes. Listener mail. Oh, yeah. Sorry in advance, inmates, for butchering your emails and voicemails. If it makes you feel any better, I'm, my own fucking voice is betraying me. <clears throat> Let's start it off in Houston, Texas with our old friend Lance. Hey, Hi, Lance. Lance. Subject line, battle time. <coughs> Let's get it on. Oh, God damn it, Lance. Hold on. Isn't that what the, the what's his the name? The UFC guy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Buffer's son. Uh, is it still the same guy? They've gone through a few guys. You're thinking oh. of uh, Big John McCarthy, the referee. He started that. Oh, yeah. Go, Let's go. Let's on. And you do one of those, and then the two guys run at each other. But I thought, uh, what's his name? Buffer. Bruce Buffer? Yeah, he had a son that did it as well. Well, he started the Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Okay. All right, back to Lance. I will uh, Subject line, battle time. I will take the mummy over Kaiko. But I want to be very clear. I'm taking the Sophia Batella <laughs> mummy because her sexiness would turn Kaiko into a lesbian. Oh, my God. And the fight would quickly become something entirely different. Wow. <laughs> Lance, you have crossed the line, Lance. That's, That's pedophile. How is that pedophile? Because Samara is a little girl. This is Kaiko we're oh, talking I'm sorry. about. She's a, she's a mother, you nasty lady. I got it wrong. Thanks for going there. Though, by the way, you nasty. Damn it, I thought I had a reason. Oh, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And I would love watching every minute of it. And I don't care what my wife or Monica says, she does not look like a boy. Have you seen her in Climax? Jesus Christ, I'm going to look into that. I will take the... (laughs) You will. You bet I will. I will take the witches over the mutant cannibals for the very easy win. You betcha, Lance. It's Halloween season. Witches need to go all the way this time. Lance from Texas. Thanks, Lance. Bye, Lance. Thanks, Lance. By the way, you haven't seen the boy in in any movies lately, have you? What boy? The boy. Sophia Patel? Yeah. She's not a boy. She hasn't made any movies. Oh, God. 
Hmm. She's coming out with something soon. I know it. I looked already. I look. I'll All look right, again. whatever. <laughs> Let's get to Sydney, Australia. Here comes Tim. Hi, Tim. Hey, Tim. Subject line: Yahoo. Hey guys, hope we are all alive and well. I sent an email last week, but stupid me put the wrong email address. Oh, anyway, no. <coughs> let's go to the Terradome. Singles, I'm going to have to go Kaiko. It's hard. It's a hard one to be honest, but I think Kaiko will come out in the end. Well, Tim is a mummy hater. There it is. <laughs> he is not. He is. <laughs> Teams, I've got to go witches. So excited for season of season of the saw, and I'm keen to hear your thoughts on Leatherface. I remember really disliking it, but it's time for a rewatch. Anyway, till next time, much love, Tim. Bye, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Ooh. All right. How about back here to Reno, Nevada? Here comes Sean. Hi, hey, Sean. <laughs> Subject line: Terra Dome and some movies. I'll start with the Terra Dome for singles. I think Kayako was. Has less weakness than iterations of the mummy typically do, so my vote goes to Kaiko. Teams, I don't foresee a scenario which the mutant cannibals can outwit the witches, so witches take this one. You got it, Sean. Two for Kaiko, two for the witches. I watched a handful of the Hulu Into the Dark movies this week. I watched Down, The Body, and Pure. Mm. Down was a very predictable movie with two people stuck in an elevator the whole movie. There are plenty of other movies that have done this basic premise, but much better. I feel like the body barely fit into the horror genre and was equally as predictable as Down. Pure was actually a decent enough film, and I enjoyed it, though it may have just seemed much better watching than the previous ones. That's it for me, Sean. Hmm. Thanks, Sean. We didn't watch Pure. Yeah, I don't know which one that is. I think that's the one that, uh, what's her name, did? Um, Gigi Romero. Oh. Did no? you, who's no uh, director of uh, Mexico Barbaro? Oh yeah, okay. Uh, I could be wrong. I don't know about that. I wasn't all that impressed with those into the dark fucking movies. Hmm. Mm-hmm. They're made for TV, which I don't understand because they're on Hulu. I did like the one that we watched. We're just though. you're just fucking with yeah. me. Yeah, that was. I'm a good just one. fucking with you. Yeah. Yeah, that one. That one was probably the best. I agree. Uh, right here, <clears throat> back to Reno, Nevada. Here comes Violet. Hey, Violet. Subject line, I hope it's not too late. Hey, guys, I hope it's not too late to vote this week. For singles, I've never seen The Grudge, and The Original Mummy is one of my favorite movies, so I'm going with Mummy. We would like to give Violet a nickname. We would. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Monica and I discussed this behind your back. Oh, lovely. Yeah, we think Miss X. Mrs. X is a good name for Violet. I like Miss X. Okay, we're going to edit this part out. <laughs> Buddy's Miss gonna, X. Buddy's going to slap both of us after the show. Well, she's a fan of the show. She so, is. Yeah, who so. wish, wishes to uh, keep her... I don't know. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> okay, for teams, without a doubt, the witches... Oh, that's a blowout right there. Uh, bye. That's it for Violet. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, mystery padded room fan, whoever you may be. <laughs> we got a couple voicemails here. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the feature, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, please excuse Darian yeah. while he goes through puberty. <laughs> while I die <laughs> quietly in the corner of the room. 
All right, let's get down to Southern California with Monica's pod boyfriend, Tom Hardy. Hi, Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy. Who is this, Mr. X? <laughs> yeah, Mr. X. This is mix, Mr. X. I don't know if I can do it. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Padded room. How's my favorite degenerates' fine day? Great. So How good, you doing? Sir? Everybody is doing well. Hope everybody is there. We are. Hey, yeah. real quick. You know, I just want to get in on the uh, Terror Dome there. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I believe it's Kyoko the Grudge. Um, you know what? Uh, versus the Mummy. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and give it to uh, give it to the Grudge there. Um, you know, you kind of both of them are dead, but I think the Mummy has. A little more, I guess, life or a little more life-like. So, I think the grudge can uh, can take that from them. All right. Now, on the other side, the uh, teams you got the witches and the mutant cannibals. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this, and I think that uh, you know you got to take into account where this uh, fight's taking place, and this is on the mutant cannibals territory. And I think that would actually give them the advantage because the way I think of witches, they're not like uh, like spellcasters or what have you. You know, they get they got to do <laughs> ritual and uh, they got to cast the spell and gather you know the ingredients and what have you for that spell. So uh, in this one here, I'm going to go with the mutant cannibals. I All think right. by the time okay. witches start to prep for the uh, <laughs> potions and cauldrons and all that. I think the uh, mutant cannibals would have overrun them by then. Fair That's enough. just my thoughts. Um, on a side note there, on the what are you looking at department, you know, I hear a lot of people in the pattern room uh, hating on the screen flicks. And so I went back and I watched the original one, which, I mean, I can't understand anybody not liking that one. That one's always that's the still great. The original Scream? Um, and if you don't think it is, then you didn't see it when it came out and know kind of the state of horror and how it rejuvenated the whole the whole horror industry really i mean the whole horror horror movie industry slasher um and i only got to see the third and the fourth i, I thought the second one was good but i hadn't seen that in a while but i did see the third one and I, yeah it's not as good and the fourth one for some reason a lot of people actually give praise to the fourth one I thought that was the worst of the franchise. I would agree. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. I think the screen flicks are they're, they're still good flicks. I recommend them. Um, that's about all I got. Uh, I thought there was something else. If I remember it, I'll call you back. Love you like family. Bye now. Love you, Tom Hardy. Love you too, Bye-bye. Tom Hardy. <clears throat> How can anyone not like the first one? I mean, I you have Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. who's a little hottie. You have Rose in there. She's a hottie. You have skeet. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Just keep your fucking panties on. Jesus Christ. Head me at Rose. <laughs> oh, those seducing dark brown eyes of his. And when that I one. Went, I went through, a, through a pretty serious Nev Campbell phase. Ew. What do you mean, ew? Blech. She had a very innocent face. Oh, she's got cock sucking lips. Oh, yes, she mm. does. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she does. You guys can't see what we're doing in oh, here. Worry about it. I'll, I'll, come, a minute. I'll come back when you're finished. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take long. <laughs> I didn't even get to the door. <laughs> uh, here comes from sunny Alabama. It's uh, 
the Papa Legba of people that call into the podcast, Alan Chacha. What's up, Padded Room? Padded Room, what's up? Hey, Alan. It's the um, electric wizard of people calling to your podcast. Oh, okay, Terradome, give me the mummy and the witches. And would Monica be the dark half? Uh, that's oh, my God. You got Bye. it. Wow. <laughs> nailed it. Great job. Great you job. nailed it, Alan. Yeah. Woo. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is all we have on the listener mail. Do you guys have anything for Alan, Tom Hardy, Violet, uh, Tim, Lance, or Sean? Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, everybody, for calling right in. And way to go, Alan. Thank, good job guessing it. You're, I know, yeah. right? Blew it out of the water, too. I thought you had it when you were like, oh, it's not Stephen King. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> It was, though. <laughs> Monica, god damn it. Gotta listen to my I instincts. mean, it's something you like to do, right? Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, so. Damn fucking fuck. <laughs> All right, inmates, we are going live on the Psycho Bunny Death Cult right now. Oh, yeah. Bye. You trying to make his career? You want me to stop? What is it? I don't know. What? <gasps> okay, now, make a wish. You ready for your present? go this instant he's not under arrest he's under protection what are you talking about i'll take all yours Vernon. all of them the state of texas instituted a endangered child care program keeping them here is safer for everyone from here to New Mexico on the lookout. This is evil. He's putting down. You show them who you are. were you to chuck today uh, <laughs> as a, I, I keep like a barrier between me and chuck at all times <laughs> all right here we go you motherfuckers that's right inmates we're talking about leatherface from 2017 this one's fairly recent it's rated r it's directed by alexandra bustillo and julian mori those names sound familiar at all to anybody i don't know Directors of Inside, the original Inside. Oh, okay. Friend, oh, wow. the two French guys, dude. Nice. Check, think about that. 
Mm-hmm. That's why the gore was good. The gore, the gore was, was pretty good. dope in this one. Um, it was written by Kim Hinkle stars, Lily Taylor, Stephen Dorff, and Finn Jones. Um, so this is actually a prequel to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to pick up with the Sawyer family. Mm-hmm. Now, before we get into this story, let's talk a little bit about the Sawyer family. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they are, in a weird way, like a disgusting... 1960s uh, West Texas white trash mafia in a weird way. Did anybody else get that? I don't know. Well, quite possibly inbred too. That's a very real possibility. Yes. But I feel like there's like a certain aura of like um, not necessarily nobility or royalty, but like they're like the um, the wonderful whites of West Virginia if they were cannibals and living in Texas. Mm -hmm. And Even did even worse shit than deal drugs and do dumb shit, you know, because I don't know if anybody saw that documentary, The Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. No. Oh, white trashery to that's a documentary. It's not a fictional thing. It's like a real family in West Virginia. That is just white trash too. Is that the like the drug addict family? Yeah. Okay, I did see that. that. They're yes, all drug. They're all drug addicts. Yes. They're all hooked on pills. Yes. And. uh Fucking fuck, man. They fuck each other. They do. Like, it's, it's no big deal. But if you're, like, having a, a bad stroke of luck and you're starting to feel sorry for yourself, watch that movie. It's a documentary. You'll feel much better. Yes. Really. I you're did like, watch that. I felt better about myself. And I watched it, like, right after I lost my job, too. I <laughs> want a cold shower after that one. Huh? Yeah. Aaron says, hey, dude and lady. Hey, Aaron. What's going on, man? Who else is on there? Sven? Sven's in the house. Hey. I love me some Sven. I hope you guys can hear me because my voice is shot. So I apologize in advance, but we're going to try and make this work either way. So we're going to start off in South Texas, 1955. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're going to pick up with the Sawyer family as we want to do. Uh, this is the original Sawyer family. Okay. So, um, the, the the story picks up with a young teenage couple driving down a rural road in uh, Texas. And, of course, they run afoul of some shit. Oh, Tom Hardy's in the house. hey yo, Tom Hardy. Hi, uh, Tom Hardy. Now, they I, – yeah, I am sick, Aaron, by the way. So I apologize. Uh, but they, uh, they come across something in the road that I'm going to call a pig – with a cow head, mm-hmm. which is very disturbing. I don't know if that's the kind of shit you just run into in Texas or what, but they're like, what the fuck? And then they drive off and they kind of crash their car. So the chick, the young lady, she's probably 18, 19, very attractive. She gets out and she's like, what the fuck is that goddamn thing? Mm-hmm. Starts walking towards it. I got to admit. Hi, I'd- Steven. Steve's he's in the house. Hey. I'd, I'd be a little curious about the, the cow pick myself, too. Yeah, I'd want to poke it with a stick. So she gets out. She's like, that's a goddamn cow pig. As she gets closer, it like takes the cow the or the pig part off. And you realize it's a little boy wearing a cow head and he's got like coveralls on. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's weird. That's like a dead cow head with a bullet, like like a bullet hole right in its like center of its forehead. Yeah. And like, hey, what the fuck is that? And the kid is like, you got to help me. And then he just takes off into the bushes. Mm-hmm. So she's like. 
Well, I guess we got to help this kid now. She does trying to be a humanitarian. No. Yeah. I'm not fucking helping no little kid. Uh, looking like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like, you need help. Okay. Okay. I'll I will call 911 I will for call. You. I will definitely call the police for this kid with the cow head on. Drive to the nearest station. Call. Yeah. I, I don't know that I'm going to go after him, you know, no. but I got it. I'll, I'll. Hey. Hey, where are you going? All right. Goodbye. <laughs> That's about it as far as I'm going to go. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> And her boyfriend's like, get in the car. As what you are you should. doing? I'm trying to get a handy here. So let's get back on the road here, baby Dumb doll. Bitch. So uh, she just goes walking off after the kid. Uh, so we follow the kid for a little while through some tall grass and some bushes and all that shit. And we get to a busted ass uh, barn, I guess is what you call it. Mm-hmm. And uh, here we're gonna we're gonna meet the the Sawyer family at this point in history. Now, for those of you that are Texas Chainsaw enthusiasts, you're going to recognize some names. What are you laughing at? I'm just laughing at Aaron's What's comment. What's Aaron say? He said, driving down a lonely road, the plot to almost every horror movie. Also, yeah. every yes. porno movie as well, Aaron. What You could easily get your dick sucked on a lonely road, <laughs> which is what I'm rooting for, except in this case. Yeah. Nobody's getting their dicks. Well, actually, she some, ruined the moment. Somebody yeah. is going to get their dick sucked here in a few minutes, but we'll get to that in a minute. Anyway, uh, we're going to meet the Sawyer clan here in their magnificence. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to do a little hearkening back to the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre here with us for a second, because we're we're gonna we're gonna hit a few notes. First guy we're going to see is probably in his early twenties. It's Drayton Sawyer. Does that name ring any bells, Drayton Sawyer? No, I don't know them by name. Okay, Drayton Sawyer was the guy that worked at the gas station in the original Texas Chainsaw. Okay. He also won the chili competition. Yes, in, in three. Texas Chainsaw 2. No, 2? No, 2. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought 2 was the radio station. There was. With the guy with the metal plate. Yeah, Chop and Top. 3 was the chili. No, 2 was the There was oh. a chili competition in 2 also. Okay. And but weren't they, they underneath the carnival? They were underneath the, a zoo, an abandoned okay. zoo. In two? Yes. Okay. But it started it with a chili competition, and the, the DJ pulls a fingernail out. Yeah. He's like, that's a, one of those hardcore pepper, <laughs> it's a pepper shell there is what you got there. That's a fucking toenail, dude. Ew. And that is disgusting, you sick son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that's Drayton Sawyer is who we got right here. Here, okay. I love me the Sawyers. I love me the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. But here's something we got to bear in mind. Texas, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Drayton Sawyer was a bit of a pussy. Not to say he's like some kind of a fucking wackadoodle or anything like that, but as he, the character himself clearly stated in Texas Chain, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I got no heart for killing. I just can't get into it. I let these boys handle all the killing. Remember that? Remember mm-hmm. that line? Remember yeah. That? Okay, well, in this prequel, Drayton Sawyer is born again hard. He's shredded. He's he's been doing CrossFit. Um, <laughs> bad teeth. He's not a he's not a bad looking dude, right, Monica? Well, he's okay looking. He's, a, he's yeah. yeah. He's all right. He's, he's got okay. like a he's got like a Joker kind of a thing going on. I mm-hmm. felt like here's Drayton Sawyer. He comes out and he's like, "Well, well, well, Jed, what you got here?" Okay couple things about this. So we're going to establish right up front that our little boy in the coveralls is the Mm -hmm. Jed Sawyer, Mm -hmm. who we'll later know as Leatherface. Now, at this point, he's um, strange. 
uh, not talking a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he's luring people into these weirdo traps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the young lady from the car goes chasing after him into the barn, falls into a weirdo uh, trap type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Drayton and a couple other kids that are mm-hmm. just out of nowhere. And they're like, hey, Jed, you got one for us. Woo! Now... If you're really paying attention here, inmates, there's something you're going to notice. Yeah. Off to the right-hand side of, Cre- of Drayton Sawyer is a kid wearing a Confederate Army hat. Mm-hmm. And if you're really, really paying attention, you'll notice he's got a familiar birthmark that runs from right here all the way down the side of his face like so. You'll recognize that immediately if you're paying attention as the same birthmark that the hitchhiker had in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which... While it is not entirely explored in this movie, is still kind of badass. Am I right? Yeah, that's, that's a fucking that's the hitchhiker guy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know who that guy is. We never really get a name or anything, except he's a fucking prick and he likes to take pictures with Polaroid cameras. Hi, Patricia. Hey, Patricia's in the house, and uh, he's a bit of a psycho, as we know. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know he likes to draw blood things on people's vans and shit like that and (laughs) blow raspberries as cars fly by like some kind of a psycho uh but that's pretty cool cool. i like that i like that a lot and to be honest with you the first time i saw this movie i did not catch that but it's there and if you're paying attention you'll catch it also so uh that's pretty cool uh unfortunately uh jed sawyer is the one who actually throws the switch and drops Mm -hmm. the engine block on the young lady killing her outright Mm-hmm. Uh, Drayton, who was a pussy in the first movie, but is now born again hard, is like, "Well, you got yourself a kill there, Jed." Woo! And then, uh, wait, are you sure it was Jed that threw the switch? Yeah, I thought so. I n- no who threw the switch. Then? The the one that I was talking to you about, the one that was like a mute, kind of didn't say anything. Yeah, that was Jed. He had the coveralls. On. I thought Jed was the smaller boy. He was. He had like were... long hair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Jed didn't throw the switch. So who threw the switch? The then? little boy with the black hair. There's like five kids in this there, scene. There's three. Three of them. Three of them. Okay, you got birthmark. Yes. Who's the hitchhiker. Yes. You and got then Jed. You had the one with the short black hair that didn't really say anything. I thought that was Jed. No, Jed was the one with the long hair, the smaller boy. There's another boy. There's another mm-hmm. Sawyer yeah. out there. <laughs> fucking shit. There's another fucking Sawyer yeah, running around. I asked you what happened to that kid. In, I thought you were the, talking about the, the kid no, with no, the. No, no, no. The kid that threw okay. the switch had short black hair. Okay, and I know. He was kind of a mute. You know who that dude was? Who? Chop Top. Was it? Had to be Chop Top. Okay, that's why I was asking. Okay, I have a okay. Th- I have a theory about Chop Top and what his story is. It's wrong. It's completely wrong. Whatever I'm about to say is wrong. <laughs> but I still have a theory, and it didn't turn out to be so. Heath Ledger, Ledger, Joker, Mark Hamill, Joker, or Jack Nicholson, Joker. I go Heath Ledger. I go Heath Ledger, Aaron. That's just my opinion. Hmm. Who do you think is the best Joker? Jack Nicholson. I notice, I, Aaron, I have to notice that Jared Leto is not even part of the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, or by one, the way. Because that's a girl joker. That's not a girl that's joker. That's a girl joker. He has ripped abs, and he looks like a Mexican gangster. And Joaquin Phoenix now. Hey, Alan's in the house. I heard good Hi, things Alan. about this Joaquin Phoenix. Hey, Shelly's in the house also. Hi, Shelly and James. Spring has sprung, summer's fell, autumn's here. It's as cold as winter. I agree. And I'm sick like it's winter also, Jim. So thank you for reminding me of that. Well, it did snow last weekend. It did. And I ran a half marathon like a fucking asshole. 
All right, anyway, mm-hmm. so that's the beginning. Now, mm-hmm. from there, we're going to cut to the local sheriff, a guy mm-hmm. by the name of Hartman, played by Monica's boyfriend, Stephen Dorf. Stephen Dorf. Loves herself some <laughs> short guys. Uh, he is born again. To come to find out, the young lady that just got the engine block smashed on her, his daughter, Elizabeth. His daughter. He shows up. She is. He is fucking pissed off. Off. He's like, I'm gonna fucking kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. the fucking Sawyers! I'm gonna blow them all to shit. Uh, that now we're gonna meet the matriarch of the Sawyer clan, mm-hmm. Verna Sawyer, yeah. played by Lily. Verna. Played by Lily Taylor. How do you guys feel about Lily? Taylor? I hate Lily yeah. Taylor. What? I'm she is just a bitch in every movie. No, she is she not. The same in every movie. No, she does not okay. either. She was okay in The Conjuring. I could sympathize with her. But she's a bitch. No. <laughs> the Haunted House movie? The Conjuring. No, no, no. No, the, the House on Haunted Hill? Yeah, was no, the, no haunting. The, haunting. the Haunting. The Haunting. Yeah. She oh, played gosh, a psychic. She was great in that. I love... <laughs> okay, fuck these two. I love me some <laughs> Lily Taylor. He- watch yeah. Hemlock Grove. Season mm. one, you're going to love that. Mm. There's also a movie. I forget the name of it, but she plays a young lady that carves a rock star's name into her forehead with broken glass. Wow. Yeah, she's pretty hardcore in that one. Hmm. Is her acting the same? <laughs> uh, get the fuck out of here. I, li- I like Lily Taylor. Have you guys done any research into Lily Taylor? No. She actually had to take a restraining order out against Michael Rappaport at one point because he was stalking her. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. God. It's weird. It's a whole weird situation. Ugly on ugly. Oh, come on. Oh, now. my God. I said that. I'm sorry. I... I <sighs> I'll tell you right now, I'll have sex with Lily Taylor. No. I will. No, I won't have sex with Michael. <laughs> I will not have sex with Michael Rappaport, but I will have sex with uh, Lily Taylor. Anyway, Verna shows up. She is the matriarch of the Sawyer clan. And I believe she is later going to become the one we know as Grandma, who was in the attic during um, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I can't say that for sure, though, because I... There's a lot of weird timeline inferentials Mm -hmm. that don't quite line up throughout the storyline, the entire storyline, not just this movie. Uh, Regardless, she's there. She's the matriarch. She's like, what the hell are you doing? You can't arrest Mm -hmm. my kids. What the fuck is fucking going on here? Now, at this point, Sheriff Hartman is pissed. He's like, you got one of mine. I'm going to take all of yours. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you have no evidence or anything. She's like, I got all the evidence I need. You mistreating and neglecting those kids they're all going to the cps is at your place right now they're round them all up take them to the gorman house now the gorman house we're going to find out is like a juvenile home somewhere in south texas where misguided youth go to uh uh for rehabilitation i mm-hmm. guess for lack of a better term and rehabilitation is a is a kind of a lofty term at this point because it's more like a uh torture chamber slash early 60s medical facility where they're more interested in like hooking up electrodes and uh, dunking people in ice water to doing weird experiments on kids shit like that okay so that sucks Verna gets all of her kids taken away like that Uh, Sheriff Hartman is still out there he lost his daughter he's still very pissed off about that and wants some kind of revenge on the Sawyer clan as he should now, before we go any further, I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on Sheriff Hartman. What do you guys think of him? Is he a dick or is he a good guy? He's a dick. You think he's a dick? Yeah. I, th- I think it's both. 
You think he's both? Yeah. Okay. I, I think being in his position, he's a dick. Okay. But being a father. Well, yeah, he had every right (laughs) to be pissed, but yeah, I think he already had it out for this family. Mm -hmm. Neil Vance from the haunting of Starbucks. Okay, well, I mean, if you think about it, though, like, let's take a look at the Sawyer clan, per se. Mm -hmm. They're a family of inbred cannibals Mm -hmm. living in South Texas, preying, if you look at the whole story, on, like, unsuspecting teenagers and tourists and uh, shit like that. Right. Now, who do you want hunting them? Uh, oh, sure. Definitely. You want a fucking ass. You mm-hmm. you know who I want hunting them is actually Sheriff Wydell <laughs> from uh, uh, Devil's Rejects. Because yeah. he's like giving them. He's like <laughs> punching mirrors. You <laughs> motherfucker. Bam. Kick yeah. your ass, you fucking clown. Why do we need anybody hunting them? Maybe because they're, they're killing people they're, and eating them. They're cleaning up society. No, they're not. They're, they're murdering kids. Teenagers deserve to no. teenagers. Not all teenagers. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. Hold that thought. The sheriff's daughter? Bear with me. She inmates. was a slut. Okay. Hold, <laughs> just, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's look at the hardest. Look at Sally Hardesty. She wasn't a bad kid. Neither were any of those guys. Franklin was in a fucking wheelchair, for Christ's sakes. Okay. He was well, a whiny prick. I get that. But yeah. he still he doesn't need to be eaten. I don't think. <laughs> he was a whip. He I get that. Oh, I bitch. I, Sally, help me. Sally, where are you? He's an annoying fuck. I understand that. <laughs> but does that, does that warrant being... Murdered with a power tool and eaten by a bunch of nasty fuckers. Well, you weren't going to contribute to society. He might have. We don't know that. He might have. Uh, it was the 70s. There was no technology. I mean, she's pr- she's <laughs> like 80% right. <laughs> but there is still the possibility. You want, if you're, dude. All right. If you're hunting the Sawyer family, you need a world-class prick out there. Hi, who's, Matt. Hey, Matt, you hey, need Matt. somebody that's willing to, to take their thumb and shove it into a head wound Ooh. to get the information. We're going to get to that in a second. All right, anyway. Mm-hmm. My voice is going faster and faster as I get riled up. <laughs> okay, anyway, so now we're going to cut to 10 years later, okay? Mm-hmm. We're going to cut to the world-famous Gorman House, which oh. is a juvenile uh, correctional facility mm-hmm. somewhere in Texas. And we're going to establish a few things right off the top. When kids get brought there, immediately their names are changed because they don't want their shithead families coming back to try to find them, which I understand and in a weird way makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the quote-unquote Jed Sawyer is now living under an assumed name in this institutional facility, which is great. Uh, yeah, he's under the weather, Matt. I am. I've, I've, I'll be honest with you, Matt. I feel like shit. And uh, there's a reason for that, but we'll get into that later. Anyway, uh, so it's 10 years later. The Verna Sawyer has now married into some uh, wealthy family. Money, yeah. She's now Verna Carson, and she now has a high-priced attorney. She's trying to track down Jed Sawyer so that she can at least visit him, Mm -hmm. Uh, which begs the question as to why she doesn't give a shit about any of those other kids. Thank you. Yeah. That was one of my things. Did she put any effort into finding any of those other guys? I don't think so. It didn't seem like it. It's fine. I don't care. Uh, They grew up to be the nasty hitchhiker and such, so it's all good. 
she's now on on facility trying to like serving the uh, the doctors with different subpoenas, trying to find mm-hmm. her son. All well and good. While that's going on, we have a new nurse starting at the Gorman house. Young lady by the name of Lizzie. A very nice oh. nurse as well. Mm-hmm. Now, I the first time I saw this, I would have swore to you that Lizzie was a Sawyer and she was trying to infiltrate. <laughs> what not to be. I gave the Sawyers too much credit is what happened there. Yeah, yeah. I did. I that, did. That would be too smart of a script. It, well, I mean... It would have been cool because they have like this whole Texas mafia vibe going about them. But whatever. Uh, she's there and she's like trying to be like the compassionate nurse. She's mm-hmm. going to learn the different patients, their routines, things like that. First patient she meets is a guy by the name of Jackson. Charismatic individual. Uh, there, He's like kind of helpful, you know. He seems like... Uh, you know, maybe he, he probably belongs there, but like he's got his wits about him and he's well behaved and things mm-hmm. like that. And then we're going to meet his best buddy, a guy by the name of Bud, who mm-hmm. is a big fat guy with curly hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a big fat guy with curly hair. <laughs> he's a big fat guy with curly hair. And so we go on. <laughs> Now, I don't want to point any fingers here, but you think they might be trying to lay something out for us. You would think so. You would think they would because here we have a big fat guy in a mental institution. Doesn't talk much, mind you. He's got curly hair. Yeah. And he's kind of cute. Oh, you get the fuck out of here. What? Kind of cute with this. So here we have the adventures of uh, Darian and Dr. Dale as they begin in the South Texas uh, a mental institution in 1965. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, it, it's kind of a weird thing, but now we're going to meet some other people here in this mental institution that are going to come into play later. Uh, there's a fucking asshole running around by the name of Ike. Uh, his real name is Isaac, but he goes by Ike. He's a troublemaker, mm-hmm. and uh, he's always picking on people and bullying the other inmates. Real cocksucker. Yeah, he reminded me of Stevo. A little bit, yeah. Now, now that you say that, yeah. not to say that steve a bad guy, but they have a very similar look <laughs> yeah. now that you mention it. Uh, we got another inmate there by the name of uh, Clarice. Slut? She's a bit of a slut. <laughs> She's got burn scars on her face, and we're going to find out later in other places. It's very weird. Um and she's a bit of a troublemaker also. Mm-hmm. We catch up to her as she's trying to shove a rat into another female inmate's mouth. Yeah. Which is, in a, it's not just a rat. It's like a weird shaved rat. Mm. Where the mm. fuck do you find a shaved rat these days? Uh, Other than like a Chernobyl. A newborn. A newborn. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how rats work. Anyway, it's disgusting. Uh, our new nurse, Lizzie, interrupts this process. She's like, hey, go fuck yourself. She's like, ooh, I got special permission from the doctor because I suck his dick. And, you know, she's she thinks she's hot shit, this one with the, the burn scars, Clarice. So now we're going to cut to later that night. Now this is like a weird time loop that happens here because we see Verna Sawyer, Ver, excuse me, Verna Carson walk in. She has this interview with the head doctor who's a real dick about everything. Mm-hmm. As she's having this little chit chit chat, like a inmate uh, inmate on inmate squabble breaks out between Ike and another guy, mm-hmm. and both uh, eventually Bud, the big fat guy with curly hair, comes in and breaks the whole thing up. So Ike, 
Bud and the other dude get sent to quote unquote ECT, mm-hmm. the ECT chamber, which we'll come to understand in a minute, stands for electrocurrent therapy mm-hmm. or electroshock therapy, which is a real motherfucker if you're an inmate in this institution. Mm-hmm. So we're going to cut to this ECT chamber as Bud's having his long and luscious curly locks shaved for this uh, electrode process. <laughs> Uh, while that's happening, Verna has gone completely batshit crazy. The doctor tells her that she needs a court order and it's going to take another three months and she's got to go back to get something signed and then come back like three months after the three months. She's looking at years before she's going to get to see her son. And even if, even if she does get all that shit signed, he's going to turn 18 before she comes back. And the doctor may or may not remember what his name was changed to to begin with. So Mm -hmm. who fucking cares? Nobody likes the Sawyers, especially Jed or Verna. So fucking just, you know what? Just go fuck off. Mm-hmm. Verna gets all pissed off and she's like, you know what? I need to go to the ladies room. Mm-hmm. Goes to the quote unquote ladies room, uh, puts a pimp hand down on one of the nurses and snatches her keys. Yeah. Just starts running rampant throughout the institution, unlocking doors left and right. Causing a major inmate uprising. Yeah, massive chaos. Chaos everywhere. Uh, While that's going on, Bud, who is about to receive electrocurrent therapy, manages to break loose from his restraints and kill the two orderlies and also break Isaac loose or Ike loose. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Make a long story short, Bud, Isaac, Clarice manage to escape. After a very weird sex scene that happens in one of the hallways, where Isaac and Clarice run into each other and just immediately jump into a blowjob type of a deal. Which, I mean, hey, you know. if she's, I mean, if you want it that bad, I'll go ahead and whip it out for you. I don't, I'm more into getting out of here, but if you want to suck me off before I go, Whoa. who am I to stop you? Gross. So, uh, yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of out of place, I to be honest with stunk you. I too. I'm, he lived in a fucking mental institution in yeah. 1965 of course he stunk Ugh. but you probably stink also which kind of is like a stink on stink crime yeah and that's like it's like a two wrongs making a right Ugh. you cancel out each other's stink rotten fish <laughs> and so. piss smell i didn't Ugh. see any rotten fish well i mean wow. like her vagina well his oh penis <laughs> I, I mean <laughs> sorry She's, I've been there. To be fair, she's probably right. <laughs> she has more experience on this than I do. Hey, Johnny Barlow's in the house. Hey, Barlow. Hi, Barlow. Barlow. JB. What's up, Barlow? All right, so that's bizarre. Uh, while that's going on, Jackson, who was next in line for mm-hmm. the electrocurrent therapy, manages to break loose. Mm-hmm. And him, he manages to save Lizzie, the new nurse, and they kind of make their way out together. Uh, unfortunately, as they're making their way out, Bud, Ike, and Clarice kind of apprehend them and throw them in the trunk of a car mm-hmm. as they steal the car and go hauling ass across the West yeah. Texas desert. So now we have like this weird Gecko Brothers kind of a situation yeah. where we have these three escaped lunatics with two hostages in the trunk making their way across Texas. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One part that was very cool was uh, just as they were leaving, the inmates inside took one of the doctors put him in a wheelchair, <laughs> strapped him in, and then threw him through a window. I got, cool. I got a little kick out of that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, first floor going down. 
Jesus. I'm a sick son of a bitch. I understand that. It's fine. <laughs> so now we have like a Gecko Brothers situation where they're on the run. They're trying to evade capture. Naturally, the first person you call when these three assholes make their escape. Ghostbusters. Not Ghostbusters, <laughs> but Monica's boyfriend, Stephen Dorf. <laughs> He's all pissed off. He's like, I know these fucking kids. They're fucking assholes. And they're going to go out there and kill a bunch of people. God damn it. And uh, to be honest with you, I kind of like Stephen Dorff in this movie. Uh, he shows up and he's like, we're going to put a lock. They're probably headed to Mexico right now. Put a search perimeter out. Get people out there right now. So while all that's going on, we're going to cut back to our uh, three amigos on the run. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get to like a weird barn farm situation where they let the two, uh, the nurse and Jed, or excuse me, Jackson at this point, out of the trunk, and they're like, hey, put these clothes on, get out of your hospital scrubs. That's all well and good. So they do that. Uh, They're kind of, Jed and and Lizzie are still kind of hostages at this point, but they're playing along to get along because they know that if they try to fuck up and leave, then somebody's going to get killed. Now, while that's happening, we have to bear in mind that Jed and Bud have this very, um, it's not a bromance, it's kind of like... um, Frankenstein and the doctor kind of a relationship where one of them is just like a big muscle bound uh, half tarred and the other one is kind of like trying to steer him in a weird way. So that's all well and good. Now, from there, we're going to cut to the next morning where they run out of gas in the car. So now they need another car. They need some money and they pro- probably you know, could do with some food and stuff like that. So they stop by a Texas diner that's in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. Uh, they go to a diner. Everything's cool. Uh, Lizzie and uh, J- Jackson are sitting at one table. Clarice and Ike are sitting at another table being complete fucking assholes. Yeah. Uh, Bud was made to wait outside because he's a little too conspicuous. He kind of looks like the Incredible Hulk if he had meatloaf hair which I thought was kind of a, n- a nice little touch. So they're in there, and they go, uh, Ike and uh, Clarice go full Mickey and Mallory on this uh, this diner. Uh, they're like, hey, you want to start some shit? Yeah, it turns me on. So they start like throwing food in each other's mouth. And then uh, another guy walks in who just so happens to have a gun on his hip. So Ike, or I think it was Clarice actually, just turns around and stabs yeah. the guy in the neck. And then... Basically, all hell breaks loose and they kill a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a hot waitress. She gets shot in the face with a shotgun. Uh, there's another guy with a gun who, as they're leaving, manages to shoot Bud right through the, the love handle. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a love handle wound is not actually fatal in any way. It doesn't even really bother you that much. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, for that reason, I think I'm going to grow love handles. <laughs> for I mean, it's for protection. Monica's looking pissed off. What's your problem, Monica? You don't like love handles. No, that's not my problem. It's like this kid was locked in an institution, so all of a sudden you have just this great amount of experience to wipe out the whole diner. Really? Really? Okay. I mean, he's he's crazy. He's batshit crazy. Uh, You're probably right. I mean, he went like full... Like commando yeah, yeah. on these motherfuckers. And uh, so did Clarice, who, other than just being kind of a, a bitch, really didn't seem to have any kind of... I, I would have beat the 
fuck out of this bitch already. Oh my god, I'm getting mad. I can't. <laughs> I can't decide if I want to have sex with Clarice or not. No. Um, well, I mean, she stinks. We're gonna get to. I, you're probably. <laughs> you're probably right. You're probably right, but that's never stopped me before. But. When the when the actual dress comes off, there's some weird stuff going on there. We're going to get to that in a second. So, these guys uh, manage to take a different car, which does have gas in it, mm-hmm. and they go hauling ass across Texas as they should. Mm-hmm. And they're going through the desert and all that shit. And eventually, the sun starts to set. And they need a place to bed down, so they find this abandoned trailer in the middle of the desert, which is kind of cool. So they roll up in there, and they're like, oh, it's a abandoned trailer. Let's go in there and check it out. Mm-hmm. They go in there. Turns out some dude went in there and committed suicide before they got there. Like probably at least a couple of days, maybe longer, because this guy is fucking rotten. And he's like hanged himself in the bathroom in a weird way mm-hmm. with like a shoestring or some shit. They go in there, like, yeah, hey, it's a fucking dead guy. He must have died of loneliness or something. Who gives a shit? So they – uh <laughs> Kind of set up shop. They treat Bud's wounds, which are kind of starting to fester a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then night falls. They build a uh, uh, fire there inside the trailer, which I don't think would actually work. And then we get a very uh, uh, rant. I'm going to call it a rancid sex scene between Ike, Clarice, and the dead guy that was there from months before. Okay. Let's let's take a little trip back in time to a little movie called Your Next, in which they almost had sex on a bed with the guy's dead mom laying Lay, on it, laying, laying on, it, yeah, on yeah. the bed. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to bring up another movie, Necromantic. Yes. <laughs> That's where I was headed next. See that Monica's on the same page. I am. We we start at Your Next, where they're thinking about possibly fucking on the. Should we? Uh, no, not <laughs> no, not not. On the dead body, but on the bed with the dead body on it, okay? <laughs> From there, we go to Leatherface, where they're actually having sex on the oh, dead, <laughs> on top of the dead body, which is completely disgusting. And then we go to Necromantic, where they're having sex with the dead body. And a lead pipe. And a lead pipe. pipe, Which, from what I understand, was actually not a simulated sex scene in Necromantic. There was actual penetration there. Uh, Regardless, during said sex scene, we get to see uh, Clarice in a full undress, Mm -hmm. and we see that said burn scars cover her entire body. Uh, There was like hints of nipples there, but not full nipples. They were like, uh, imagine like a a pepperoni pizza Mm -hmm. in which the cheese was laid over the pepperoni. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes... You can see the pepperoni. It's in there, but there's too much cheese... To get a full look to, at the pepperoni. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where the pepperoni is, but there's cheese covering it. Equally as delicious. Don't know that I want to uh, have sex with it. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, it's disgusting. It's weird. So uh, that's the sex scene. Next morning, well, actually, after they get done having sex with each other, uh, Lizzie wakes up, who's like in the living room of this trailer, and she sees people. She thinks she sees people walking around outside, so she's like, I'm going to make a break for it right now, you motherfuckers. Goes running outside. Gets like uh, 40 meters away and then gets tackled by Ike. Mm-hmm. Ike's a bit of a uh, fuck face. And he's like, hey, I'm horny and I'm going to put a raping on you. 
So he's like, throwing Lizzie up against a tree and ripping panties off. And then Jed shows up and he's like, you're not raping anybody, you fucker. And then Bud shows up and he's like, yeah, you're not raping anybody either. So uh, Jed puts a pretty good beating. I keep calling him Jed, which I shouldn't yet. Jackson puts a pretty good beating on uh, Ike. And he's like, you fucking asshole. And then eventually Clarice shows up with a shotgun. And she's like, hey, stop beating on my boyfriend. He just had sex with my disgusting uh, cheesy pepperoni boobs. And uh, you're going to quit doing that. And he's like, hey, all right, sorry. Don't put that that shotgun at me. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this point, Ike has taken a pretty good beating. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're like, okay, we're going to go back to the trailer. and We'll all go to sleep. It's going to be great. So they're walking back. While that's happening, Bud attacks Ike. Not only attacks him, but knocks him out, mm-hmm. drags him off into an empty field, and curb stomps his ass to death. Ugh. Okay, Good. that's a that's a brutal kill oh, yeah, it is. by the fat guy with curly hair. They're leading us down a certain road here. You see that? And <laughs> I'm with you. I like I like the road that we're headed down. Unfortunately, no. So sorry, but we'll get to that in a second. All right, so uh, that's pretty gnarly. Uh, they wake up the next morning, and they're like, hey, Ike's gone, and so is Bud. So what the fuck is going on here? They go out looking around, and they find Bud, who's like <laughs> curled up next to Ike's uh, curb-stomped body. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, fucking fuck, look at this shit. So they wake Bud up, and like, hey, man, come on. While that's happening, the sheriff shows up, and he's got all of his posse with him, and they've encircled him. Now... While all this shit was going on, we got to spend a little time with our sheriff. He's got a new trooper on his uh, posse there. A guy by the name of Trooper Sorrell, Mm -hmm. who is played by a dude named Finn Jones. Anybody recognize Finn Jones at all? No. You might recognize him as Loris Tyrell of Game of Thrones or uh, Danny Rand, the immortal Iron Fist. From the uh, Marvel Netflix shows. I didn't watch which either one. Neither one of you saw, <laughs> saw the first either of. of Thrones, but. So go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Game Finn, of Thrones. Oh, fuck you then. <laughs> anyway, Finn Jones in the house, and he's like, hey, I'm, a, I'm your new uh, partner here. So Finn Jones, uh, Officer Sorrell, shows up, and he pulls the gun on uh, Clarice as she's out looking for mm-hmm. uh, Ike and Butt. He's like, I got her. I got her now, Sheriff. I got this stinky slut. I got this stinky slut with the burn scars and the weird boobs. And here comes Hartman, who's a real hard case. And he's like, oh, fucking hey, you got her. We're going we're gonna to get some information. He's like, yeah, you put her under arrest. And Hartman's like, I don't think so. Just walks up to her, pistol whips her, which causes a great big gash to open on her forehead. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, I'm crazy. and I don't feel anything. And he's like, oh, you don't? And he takes his thumb and shoves it right into the fucking gash. Mm-hmm. And she's like, ah, god damn it. He's like, where are they? Where are they, you fucking bitch? So, again, Hartman is a bit of a prick. But if you're hunting a inbred cannibal family through the West Texas desert, I give you my personal permission to be a fucking prick. Mm-hmm. By all means, stick your thumb into some head wounds yeah. and get the information. Because at some point, I may have to travel across Texas, and I prefer not to be eaten, sir <laughs> or ma'am, whoever you may be. Mm-hmm. Regardless, uh, she just starts screaming, the cops are here, cops are here. So uh, Bud, Jed, and Lizzie just go hauling ass across the uh, the like the plains there. 
uh, here comes the cop, the rest of the cops, they've got dogs now. They're like, row, row, row. They're on the scent. As uh, our fugitives are going across the plains, they come across a dead cow that's just laying there. Mm-hmm. So they all crawl inside the dead cow, which I don't think they would all three no. fit, yeah. fit no. in. That's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> yeah. But they all crawl inside the dead cow. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, the dogs go flying by and they're like, okay, we're good. We're made it out of there. Yes, You're exactly John. right, JP. That is gross. Gross. Uh, yeah. Now, if you're a fan of the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we get a very reminiscent scene here. Once Lizzie comes out of the cow, she is completely covered in blood, and she's staggering around in a somewhat catatonic state, Mm -hmm. which to me was very reminiscent of uh, the Sally Hardesty escape from Mm. the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Kind of cool. A little bit of a nod there. So uh, they go walking across. They're like, okay, we lost them. Woo, thank God. Uh, cops are all over this, this little patch of desert here. Uh, they take, uh, Clarice back to the, uh, abandoned trailer. They're like, tell him to get out of here or I'm going to put a bullet in. And she's like, I ain't telling you shit. So Hartman kills her on the spot. Boom. Bullet right through the mouth. And, uh, Iron Fist is there. He's like, dude, what about police procedure? You fucking asshole. He's like, Hey, we ain't dealing with regular criminals here, dude. I, she don't want, and, then, and then they all just start. Oh, they all just open fire on the trailer. But, 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 it's like that scene from Predator, except like uh, Duke Predator meets Dukes of Hazard on a trailer, kind of a thing. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, so they all open fire on the trailer. They go in there. They find the dead guy who has been there for weeks. Oh yeah, this guy's been here for weeks. All right, so that's all well and good. Now we're going to cut back to our three fugitives. Mm-hmm. They are going through a, uh, they're going under a bridge and one of the cops passes by like on top of the bridge. Lizzie has like a, uh, I don't know. I, th- I guess she was going to make a break for it. So she's like, Hey, Hey, help me, help me. She just she, wants out of there. She wants out of the whole shit as mm-hmm. she should. So she goes running up to the bridge, chasing the cop. The cop stops. He's like, Oh, gets on the radio. Oh, Hartman. I got, I got three, our three suspects. Uh, Jackson like tackles Lizzie before she can get to the cop. Bud is like, he's in attack mode. He's like, I'm going to get this fucking cop. So he comes up out of the bridge and just starts running at the cop. Being shot at. Cops like, Oh fuck this, this big fat fucker with curly hair. I'm going to blow him to shit. So he just opens fire on Bud, shoots him like three or four times. Bud actually is just ignoring it. Uh, jumps on the cop. The cop puts the gun to Bud's head and pulls the trigger and kills Bud. Well, maybe not Leatherface. As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, that is somebody completely different and a innocent bystander in this whole shit. And he's now dead. Mm-hmm. So, is he innocent though? Well, I mean, <laughs> no, he killed Ike, but Ike was a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. There goes our would-be Leatherface, as it would seem. And mm-hmm. if you're like me and you're a Texas Chainsaw kind of a guy, you're going, well, fuck this shit. That. That was supposed to be Leatherface, no, and he's fucking dead. He just got shot in the head. I never thought that. You never thought he was Leatherface? No. Thank oh, you. fuck off. He's a big fat guy with curly hair. <laughs> get, go out the window. He yeah. was a little boy when this movie started. Yeah. 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 He could have grown up to be a fat guy. I'm wondering... I. Okay, I'll wait till you're done okay. with the movie All right. and so we'll discuss it. This throws Jackson into like a homicidal rage. Mm-hmm. He runs up and starts pounding on the cop, puts the cop's head in the car door, and starts slamming the door mm-hmm. on the cop's head. 
grabs Lizzie, throws her in the cop car, and they take off in the cop car. Hartman got the call on the radio, and he's in hot pursuit. He's right behind behind them, just shooting at them randomly as he's driving. This part's pretty dope. Uh, Bullet goes through the back window, catches uh, Jackson right like on the, I don't know what you call that. What is that? Like a weird, like the cheek? Yeah. And like yeah. blows half his face off. Yeah, almost like a half Joker smile. Yeah, uh-huh. kind of, but like, yeah, it's like, but like, caught his whole, like that's this whole bottom part of his face is just gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, he's driving, so he's like, oh, fucking fuck. And then they do like a weird barrel roll in the car. No, he wasn't driving. Was he? No, Lizzie he, was driving. She was driving. Oh, okay. Well, either yeah. way, she ended up getting shot, and that's what she gets shot too. And yeah. then they do like a whole barrel roll yeah. in the car, which smashes down, and then. Fuck, they're, they're both unconscious at this point. Mm-hmm. So Hartman just pulls up next to him. He's like, I got you fucking assholes now. Pulls them both out. And then we're going to catch up to them a couple hours later mm-hmm. when uh, Jackson <clears throat> is regaining consciousness. And so is Lizzie. Now mm-hmm. we are back at the barn where this whole shit started. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Hartman's daughter got the engine block dropped on her. Mm-hmm. Jackson, who mm-hmm. we... Now, no, is Jed Sawyer. The Jed Sawyer is like suspended above the pit where uh, uh, the daughter got uh, fell into and got the engine smashed on her. He's suspended on that with a like a bag on his head mm-hmm. and he's all tied up. Lizzie is just kind of like half conscious coming to and uh, Hartman is there and he's got like a shotgun and he's like, let me explain to you what's going on. This piece of shit is part of the Sawyer clan. They're a bunch of fuck faces and they killed my daughter and now I'm going to kill them and there's not going to be any witnesses. As if to say he's going to kill Lizzie when this whole thing is done and over mm-hmm. with. Which I wouldn't put past him at this point. So, uh, while that's going on, we're going to cut back to like the homestead of the Sawyer clan. Still, we have Lily Taylor, who is Verna Sawyer. She's like the, the mafiosa princess of this whole shit story uh we have a little bit older drayton sawyer who's just as equally as shredded and uh joker-esque but now he's got a beard mm-hmm. which means serious business uh we have a couple other random sawyers <laughs> see what see, look at that look at serious this business. you see this look at that that's serious that's serious <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm taken aback by all the seriousness <laughs> over here. We also have a couple other random Sawyer dudes just kind of hanging around. They all look pretty pissed off. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, as I mentioned before, the Sawyers are a bit of a a uh, clandestine uh, West Texas mafia type of a deal because that new guy, Iron Fist, was actually working for them the whole time. So he shows up at the uh, Sawyer clan. He's like, hey. Just got off the radio with Hartman. He's got the Jed Sawyer in the old barn over there. And uh, he's probably going to kill him if you guys don't do anything. They're like, oh, shit, we better go do something. He's mm-hmm. like, ah, 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 Somebody needs to get paid here because I just brought you some insider information, baby doll. Yeah, some good So intel. she's like, oh, you, ah, that's right, you fucking asshole. So uh, Verna starts throwing cash at him while she's doing that. Drayton sneaks up behind Iron Fist and stabs him in the gut and then throws him in the pig pen where he gets eaten by pigs. Too sad. That's a bad death. That is an ugly way to die. And that completely sucks. Especially considering he was still alive when he got tossed into the pig pen. Mm. 
Fuck that, man. God mm-hmm. damn it. All right, that sucks. Anyway, the rest of the Sawyers go hauling ass over to the barn, where we have this weirdo hostage situation taking place. Uh, get there. Hartman's like, oh, come on in, you Sawyer fucks. I'm going to kill all of you. Here's the mistake he made. He didn't actually start shooting. He just started pointing guns at everybody like, nobody move, you fuckers. Yeah, and of too. course, there's like 35 of them. Yeah, there's like 35 of them. So one of them sneaks up behind Hartman and uh, like hits him in the leg with something. He goes down, not before he drops Jed into the pit of the the pit, whatever. whatever the hole in the fucking barn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a well at the bottom. Of the whatever. Place. It's something nasty. You don't want to go down there. Uh, so that sucks. So now we're going to cut to probably a couple hours later where uh, Jed is regaining consciousness. His face has been blown to shit. And his mom, or Verna, mom, aunt, whatever her relationship was, Mm -hmm. she has constructed this weirdo leather uh, harness, I guess, to keep uh, his face together. Because she stitched his face back together, but it's got to be held in place with this weirdo harness. Mm -hmm. There you go, buddy. So it's like a very mankind-esque uh, face strap thing. It's like all belts. It's got like barbed wire going through. It looks painful as shit. Yeah, it does. But she straps so She's like, all right, uh, you're going to have to uh, wear this fucking thing while your face heals. I'm sorry. And at this point, we're starting to see the Jed Sawyer that we all know and love because he's not talking anymore. He's not coming up with any more ingenious schemes or anything like that. He's just kind of that catatonic, half-tard kind of a chainsaw-wielding maniac. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's the Dino and Ted show. What's up, Dino and Ted? Hey, what's going on? We're talking about Leatherface from 2017. Mm -hmm. Season of the Saw here in the padded room. So, uh, Jed's like, now he's like, he's he's pretty much Leatherface at this point because face is all jacked up, got this weird leather harness on, uh, and he's like, keeps like fingering the chainsaw, like, like rubbing it down. You know, he's got like a big chainsaw, obviously. And he's like, ooh. Uh, so now we're going to cut to somewhere else in this bizarro house. Uh, this is the Texas Chainsaw House that we all know and love. Oh, yeah. It's got like the weird bone totem things. The uh, What do you call those? Mobiles uh, with like uh, bone, bones jingling and furniture made out of bones. Mm-hmm. Bones everywhere and out of place chicken feathers flying all over the place. I don't know what heads hanging. What the fuck is with the chicken feathers? Are we doing chickens in here also? <gasps> I thought we were eating people. They probably got dead relatives in the freezer. I know they have dead relatives in the freezer <laughs> and in the attic. I don't know if they're dead or not. They just kind of hang out out there. I think they're still alive. I don't know if it's like the uh, the attic in the uh, what is that? The ritual. The ritual. Yeah, yeah, where everybody's I guess dead alive, the but they're Ish. still like mummified in a weird way. I don't. I don't know. Uh, anyway. We got the whole clan here. Uh, we have Hartman and Lizzie like tied up in a different room. Mm-hmm. Lizzie comes to, manages to get loose, unties Hartman. They're like, okay, we're going to get the fuck out of here because I don't like any of this shit. So uh, they start walking out. Uh, Sawyers realize they're gone, so they all go running out the front door uh, to try to find them. This part is particularly stupid because uh, they're like, okay, they're all gone. So Lizzie and Hartman then decide to go out the exact same door that everybody else went out. Of course, they get yeah. like three feet away from the door and everybody comes back in and grabs them, which is mm-hmm. stupid. Uh, so now they're all tied up, of course. Uh, Hartman gets killed by Jed with a chainsaw. 
like bisected on a couch. Yeah. And then uh, Lizzie managed. Okay. Uh, which ending did you guys see? Oh, she didn't make it. Well, no, she doesn't make it either. Anymore. Yeah, I saw the one where she gets out into the woods. She gets out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the theatrical ending. The theatrical yeah. ending, Lizzie like escapes, goes hauling ass. Jed goes mm-hmm. hauling ass after her mm-hmm. and then uh, catches her. And then we get like a weird crisis of conscience where Jed's like, oh, I remember her. She tried to help me. Yeah. But then Verda catches up to him and she's like, oh, she ain't family. You got to kill her, you crazy prick. Mm-hmm. But then Jed's like... Uh, he kind of has like a moment of, I don't know, what should I do? And then he just cuts Lizzie's head clean off. Yeah, because she said something like her You're mom. You're fucking her mom crazy yeah. mother. Yeah. yeah. Don't insult his mother. Especially yeah. when you're trying to live. Well, he's <laughs> got a chainsaw, ma'am. That's just Please, common sense. I'll do anything cool with it. you. Yeah, just <laughs> now, if you watch the alternative ending, it's much more sinister. Because... Not only do does Lizzie not get away, but uh, Jed actually takes the saw and buries it in one of her legs. Oh. Like severing the, uh, what do you call that, the quad, so she can't go anywhere. Wow. They then put her on a meat hook and keep her in the basement alive, mind you, while uh, Jed constructs his new face, which is Lizzie oh. from like here, like oh. a sub-zero uh, Lizzie, and then Hartman from here up. So Lizzie is alive, minus half a face, with a bust, with a fucked up ass leg, and they're just they're like the the very last scene of the alternate ending is Jed running the chainsaw up in between her legs as she dangles from the meat hook, which is pretty gnarly. Wow! So uh, that is Leatherface from 2017, prequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, start of the Sawyer clan. Uh, Dynasty, I guess, for lack of a better the franchise. Hmm. franchise. What did you guys think of Leatherface? Not bad. I always liked it. I remember not liking it the first time I saw it, mainly because I know you and Tim were haters. I the reason I didn't like it is because they set Bud up <clears throat> to be Leatherface, big fat guy, curly hair, violent tendencies, very violent. I never tendencies. saw that. Really? Yeah. I'm starting. I always thought that Bud was the brother. The, the hitchhiker? Mute, I I thought he was the mute brother from, from the, the barn. Yeah, from the, like the beginning of the movie. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. That's, that's a chunk of kid there. Right. Yeah. That's who I thought it was, too. That's what I always thought that See, but, he was. But so the I Chucky just, kid had the birthmark of the hitchhiker from the original Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. It's like a Are big. Are you sure? I'm positive. We can. I'll pull it up on YouTube. He's yeah, got a I big really fucking. It's like a great big thing that goes down here. Yeah, but I mean, at the you know, beginning of the movie, he's just like this little skinny kid. So I was like, yeah, oh, right. Okay. So I knew exactly who it was in, in the mental institution. Right. So I mean, I get that part, but the part that I don't get is it's a it's a it's a pretty big stretch to go from Jackson, who is like a uh, empathetic reasonable kind of a guy who you know has a soft spot for bud to Leatherface. you know what i'm saying well because he saw his brother get murdered i'm gonna say that i'm gonna say head trauma from the car accident plus getting half his face blown off and he did get a, uh the electric shock that too time. that too i think all of that i don't know if this is 100 percent consistent with the original texas chainsaw massacre because there's a lot of stuff about uh Grandpa working at a slaughterhouse. His brother Jed also working at a at a slaughterhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't see that Jed holding down a nine to five job. 
No. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know what kind, what the hiring practices are of a West Texas slaughterhouse, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, but there, there, there are much worse inconsistencies in this franchise that we'll get into later on in the month. I actually, uh, watching it a second time, I actually like this movie a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't know that I would call it true to the Texas Chainsaw uh, mythos, but I still thought it was a good show. The kills were fucking gnarly, mm-hmm. and if you don't, if you haven't seen the alternate ending, I highly recommend checking it out because it you you get to see a much more like steep climb from Jackson Sawyer to Jed Sawyer, right. and we get to we get to bridge that gap a lot faster that way. Worth checking out. Monica, what did you think of this one? I liked it. I, I liked it for the, the gore factor. Pretty good you gore. Know, I love people dying all the time. Crazy bitch. <laughs> Monica Sawyer. Can we change your last name to Sawyer? Yeah, you Call can you Monica Sawyer. That makes way more sense. <laughs> but no, I did like this storyline. And I, I can see where you're coming from, thinking that the fat kid was going to be but I can also see now where he is going to just become a recluse, gain the weight, and then just kill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. He's fucking traumatized. He is. And he's oh, probably man. got head trauma to go Thanks, along with Stephen it. Thanks, Stephen Dorff. Don't blame Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff was trying to protect us. He a- fucked up his Face. He's trying to protect us from Leatherface, you he, crazy bitch. He wasn't. He wasn't. He was. But he wasn't like a full-blown killer at that point. He's he was so- on his way. If he goes uh. back, dude, <laughs> if he goes back to Verna, he's going to become a killer one way or yeah, the other. Yeah, Verna had to go. I like. I, actu- I actually like Verna. I think yeah. she was. She was a lot <laughs> of fun. Go to my bedroom is where she used to go. <laughs> hey now. Hey, she had big lips too. That's uh, <laughs> something I'm very attracted to. <laughs> All right, inmates, okay. we're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. All right. G'day mate, welcome to Australia. Home of baby eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill ya, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not so greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Padded Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favourite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network.
won't plug itself. Oh, 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 I didn't see you there. Well, while you're enjoying the frights for today, perhaps you would enjoy some more frights that the Padded Room Network has in store for you. Well, if just by following the links below, you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shelley Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, Who Will Survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pastos, The Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney. Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget the Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, come closer with that cock monster. My my anal juices are... They're purging too much. Uh, Go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. I made it. I lived through the feature, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Yeah, I probably sound ten times worse than I did when I started. That's fine. I don't care. I'll sacrifice my voice to the Sawyer clan. All uh, right. Who do you guys like better, the Sawyers or the Hewitts? The Hewitts is the other one, right? Yeah. The wrong Ar- turn. Ar- no, Arlie and me. That's the Hattigers, oh. which are also comparable. They're in the same neighborhood, really. Ooh. I like. I actually prefer the Hewitts just because I feel like they are like meaner and less empathetic. You kind of feel for a Jeb Sawyer. You don't feel for a Thomas Hewitt. That guy's just a fucking animal. He'll jump on top of your VW bus and rip a fucking hole right down the middle of it and pull you out while you've got a a 45 shoved in your pussy as if you're going to kill a cop, but then at the last minute you decide to kill yourself instead with it. Probably. That's what I would do. Hmm. That can't be comfortable. No. That, no way. Fuck no. That's that's a that's a mean movie right there. The remake. You've seen the remake, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's like dirtier, grimier. Even though at the people people don't like it because at the end, uh, Leatherface gets his arm cut off. Which I get. <laughs> I mean, fuck man. I don't. I don't. I. I whatever. <laughs> All right, enough of me rambling on. 
Uh, we're going to do immersion therapy now, inmates, because my voice is rapidly running out of steam. So, I again, I apologize for the short episode, but I've, I'm, I'm losing it quick here, guys. I should be back in uh, working order by next week, I hope. But in the meantime, here comes Buddy's Immersion Therapy. Immersion therapy. David Cronenberg's Shivers. Yeah, what did you think of that little thing? This was a childhood favorite of mine. <laughs> and the reason why was because I grew up in a weird in a weird place where I could go into warehouse records and tapes and rent R-rated movies mm-hmm. at the age of 9 or 10. Because my parents uh, signed off on it, so I, I was not. They had a porno section. I was not allowed to rent right, pornos, right. obviously. You didn't go behind the curtain. No, no. <laughs> but it backed right up to the horror section. Yeah, it did. and they had the they had the uh, the wire racks. So if I took a, a video cassette out, I could stand there and just look through the rack at the <laughs> at the back of the porno movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, eh, it's whatever. But. Uh, it is? Yeah. Okay, anyway. Uh, the reason why I love Shivers so much is because plenty of nudity in there. Oh, yeah. Plenty of s- bizarre sex going on. But if you look at the box, like the v- the old VHS box, it looks like it's just another horror movie about worms. Right. So you take it up there and you're like, oh, check out Shivers again. And my parents see it and they're like... <laughs> Yeah, it's fucking worms or something. I don't know. And then you pop it in, and it's like porno time in Darian's bedroom. <laughs> Woo! Parents come in, hurry up, and stop. Oh, they didn't give a shit. I basically didn't have parents for the most part. But, uh, yeah, that's, that, I mean, there is plenty of nudity in there, plenty of weird sex stuff. Um, for, those, for those of you that haven't seen it, it's a David Cronenberg classic about uh, sex parasites that get loose in a ups, a very upscale Canadian apartment building. Yeah. By apartment building, I mean like its own little miniature city, really. Yeah. Yeah, they had yeah, like yeah, a yeah. on-call doctor and shops and gyms and tennis courts, and movie theaters, uh, a pool on the roof, mm-hmm. all kinds of cool shit at this place. But the the, the best part of this movie for me was the poor schmuck that was delivering room service. And he's walking down the hallway, and the big oh, fat lady... God. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry for love. <laughs> when you're eight years old and you see this, you think, fucking eight chicks just get that horny that they'll just grab you out of a hallway? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Gee, I gotta start wearing condoms. Oh yeah, hey, I'm just a lonely uh, room service guy. That's all I am. All by myself. Just oh, out here. God. Anybody hungry for love? <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I mean, it's a. I, I, that notwithstanding, in the silliness of it, it, I thought it was a great show. <laughs> It's got a uh, Night of the Living Dead, almost kind of thing-esque kind of a feel to it, because you don't know who's infected with this fucking thing and who's right. not. 
gets br- I thought that nurse lady was infected when she's like the one that, you know, yeah get on the doctor and he's on the phone and they're talking about yeah and she's like <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah you know, it gets it gets pretty gross when like the the senior citizens start yeah. coming down and they're like yeah. and then the big climax at the pool where they're all like ah, i gotta get you and the little girl kissing the yeah Hey, there. That was disgusting. Hey, watch out there. That's pretty gnarly. But uh, other than that, that was a pretty good show. What did you guys think of Shivers? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> I did not like it. Why not? <laughs> I This movie was disgusting. That's the whole point. The, the act, the main guy, yeah. that at the beginning, he was so fucking disgruntled. Oh, my God. And then he gets in, like, creepy rape mode. He's trying to You're going to have sex with me. You're my wife. Oh, you mean that dude? Yeah, that Oh, I thought dude. you were talking about the doctor. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, the the guy. The, oh, you're yeah. going to do me. I'm your husband. It's your job. And yeah. I'm like, fuck you. I know, but he's just standing around with a nosebleed and a shirt on. And then the doctor was creepy. They were Not, all creepy. The you blonde really guy. Yeah, a little bit. The blonde guy? Yeah. The Oh. The doctor? Yeah, uh, and then the elevator scene with the mom and daughter. I was like, no. Oh, holy shit, that happens too? <laughs> and the, the grandma scene. That's where that was now. Okay. Oh, my God. All right. I, now, we're, now we need to pump the brakes there, kiddos. <laughs> yeah, let's see how many scenes we can. Yeah, hey. I almost felt like I was watching, uh, uh, let's see. Uh, Body Snatchers? But with boaters. No, uh, the other movie we watched. Which one? Uh, the STD movie. Oh, uh, <laughs> Fuck, uh, I can't think of the name contracted. right now. Yes, yeah. it was like a cross between that and like uh, quarantine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I I did see this movie as a kid. So when I started remembering the scenes, I was like, oh, buddy, yeah. what did you pick? <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic, baby. Classic. Love it. All right, buddy. What do you got for us this week, amigo? All right, this week, let's check out 2019's In the Tall Grass. It is written and directed by Vincenzo Natali, stars Lisa de Oliveira, Avery Whittle, and Patrick Wilson. Oh! I love Patrick Wilson. I love Patrick Wilson. He's a damn good actor. And he looks pretty good with a shirt off, too. Yeah, and this is played on Netflix. And just so y'all know, it comes out Friday. So you got to wait till Friday to watch this, but that's what we're doing. Very cool. Oh, Check that out. Right. We will do the same in Compare Notes next week. Unfortunately, I think that's about going to do it for the week for us, though, inmates. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to live for the next 24 hours, but I will certainly try. <laughs> At least I will definitely yeah. do that. I can pull that off before I expire. I'm sure of that. <laughs> Uh, join us next week for the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre here in the season of the saw. Mm-hmm. If you need to know anything about us, go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find a Patreon link there if you're interested. Uh, shirts, hats, mugs, whatever you want. We can, we can fire it off to you. Various prize tiers, swag packets, everything you need. Uh, also, if you get a chance, head on over to iTunes and drop us a five-star review. Put a little something in the comment section that helps our visibility, and it'll make me feel better. 
and then I'll sound better, and then you could get the full show, yeah. which we normally do, instead of this little half show that we have to do, because I feel like, shit, my voice is going quickly. Yeah, or even just tell us what you want us to wear for the show. Oh, dude, I'll come in topless. <laughs> I will, I will, I'll do it. he's like, oh, great. I'll rip that shirt right <laughs> off, him. I'll pull it right off, him, if that's what you want. You, you come in. That's going to be like a $25 donation for me to actually assault Buddy. Buddy, do you have hair on show. your chest? I have a little bit, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shave Dr. Love. Ooh, slather him down. <laughs> Buddy's giving me that, that cutthroat. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> All right, inmates. Thank you for joining us, joining us for Buddy, Monica, Strep Throat, the Sawyer family. Uh, kids that get taken away and have their names changed. Cows with pig bodies and pigs with cow heads. Uh, disgruntled police officers and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Bye.